0: What's up everybody, glad you chose to join me today. I pray God's favor would overtake you today. I hope that you will take the time to just be still and know that he is God. It is in the quiet places that we hear from God. Remember, Jesus would often withdraw from the crowds and even his disciples to find that quiet place where he could talk to his father in heaven. With Elijah, God showed him that he was not in the big extravagant things, instead, God spoke to him in a still, small voice. God doesn't really yell at us or get loud. He often speaks with the still, small voice. And if we don't get alone with him and just be still, we may miss what God is saying. You know, we are a stubborn people. And sometimes we get upset with God because we feel like he isn't speaking to us. When in reality, most of the time, we aren't listening Our minds are clouded and filled with the chaos that is our life. Or it is consumed with the things we want or have to do. We drown out God's voice with everything else. That is why it is so important to find that quiet place and develop a habit of being still and emptying your cup so that he can fill it. If you feel like God isn't speaking to you, stop and ask yourself, am I really listening what voices or noise have I allowed to get so loud that I can't hear God's voice? This reminds me of my kids so much. I can't tell you how many times I have tried to talk to them and they, don't, they do not realize that I'm even talking to them. They will be so engrossed in their TV show or book or on their phone and they don't even realize that I'm trying to speak to them, that I'm trying to get their attention. It's like my voice is white noise. They hear the noise, but it never registers that I'm actually speaking to them. It is not until I go over and remove the thing that is consuming their attention that they finally realize that I'm speaking to them. Sometimes God, you know, will get our attention in dramatic ways so that we can realize he is talking to us and put down whatever is overriding his voice. You know, but So often, God patiently waits for us to put down the things that consume us and just be still before Him to give priority to His voice over everything else. Life gets crazy for sure, so always take the time just to be alone with your Father in Heaven. Think of it like you are recalibrating your spirit to make sure it is in tune with God's voice. Today we pick up with Jesus healing a man in the synagogue who has a withered hand. Now I'm gonna tell you guys. Whenever I started writing this, when I when I chose this passage and this uh, miracle, and I started looking at it, trying to figure out what I was gonna how I was gonna tie this in to a message that was relatable and not just a biblical lesson, but something that was relatable to our life. I really had no idea where I was going to go with it until I started writing. And then it was like, I don't know, God, it just came out. God put a message on my heart and it came out. So I hope this message speaks to you um, like it did me, because it sure convicted me as I was writing it. But either way, I'll continue. And so this man in the synagogue has a withered hand and the Pharisees are so stubborn and hard headed. They have allowed God's voice to be drowned out by so many things to the point where they can't even hear God talking to them when he is right in front of them in the flesh. Literally, God in the flesh is standing right there speaking to them, but they can't hear him. Mark 3, 1-2 says, Another time Jesus went into the synagogue, and a man with a shriveled hand was there. Some of them were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, so they watched him closely to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath. So right here, we see the first problem as to why they can't hear God speaking to them. Their religion was their God. Church is great, and there are many different denominations, but don't get so caught up in your denomination that you miss what God is saying. God doesn't speak through a denomination. He is not concerned with your denominational differences. He speaks through whoever he chooses. Don't let your preconceived ideas of who God is or how he speaks block you from hearing his voice. Denominations are man-made, just like the fence laws that the Jews established. They were so, they were so consumed with being the spiritual police that they couldn't even recognize the voice of Yahweh. Their own piety became their downfall They were so bent on upholding the laws and traditions that they forgot who it was that those traditions were built on. Jesus was a threat to their ways. He was rocking the boat and opening eyes to the truth of God, and that made the spiritual police angry. So they set out to find a reason to accuse him. When God shows you favor, watch and see if someone doesn't look for a reason to knock you down a peg or two. There are just those kind of people out there that they don't like what you're doing and they will look for a way to knock you down and get rid of you mark 3 3 through 6 says jesus said to the man with the shriveled hand stand up in front of everyone then jesus asked them which is lawful on the sabbath to do good or to do evil to save life or to kill but they remained silent He looked around at them in anger and deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts and said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and it was completely restored. Then the Pharisees went out and began to plot with the Herodians how they might kill Jesus. Jesus calls them out on their motive and poses a question that if they say evil, if they choose evil, they will look very bad, you know, but if they choose good and they and they agree with him on doing good, they will be in agreement with Jesus, and that can't they can't do that because they're trying to accuse him. So they definitely can't agree with him. So they remain silent. They were so consumed with accusing Jesus that they could not even admit the truth that doing good was the right answer. Jesus was so angry with them and deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts. They were were so hard-headed that they would rather someone suffer in order to keep their precious traditions or man-made laws. Jesus came to set the record straight. He came to show that God cares about his people, not their traditions. The people had been held down under the weight of the law and their rules, and Jesus came to set his people free. Doing good or saving a life always outweighs man's rules or traditions. It always takes precedence over our objections or prejudices. Jesus was not going to be held down by their rules. He blessed the man with the withered hand and healed him in spite of knowing that it was, in spite of knowing that it was going to give the Pharisees a reason to accuse him. Jesus did what was good regardless of the consequences. He displayed the heart of the Father and the mission of the Savior. But some people could not accept it. They completely missed what God was saying through his Son. They had their minds made up with how God must speak or act, and anything outside of that was a problem. They just, couldn't, they just couldn't agree with it. They couldn't wrap their head around it. We have to take God out of the boxes that we put him in and be open to letting God speak to us how he sees fit. Just don't be so hard-headed and stuck in your ways that you miss what he is saying or the blessings and beauty of his plan. These religious leaders in all their piety could not even rejoice in the miracle done right in front of them They literally watched the man's withered hand be made whole and new right in front of them. How many blessings of God do we miss out on because we can't get past ourselves, because we can't forgive or let go of our own sin or shortcomings? I think about my life, my own life, and this message today really hits me right in the heart. Like looking at a mirror I look back and see how so many times I could not hear God because of my stubborn heart. I see so many blessings that I missed out on and so many good times that I didn't let myself enjoy because of being so hard-headed. If Jesus revealed himself in a way that was contrary to what you expected, would you be open to it? Would you be able to set aside your preconceived notions Would you be able to quiet the voices and hear what he is saying? There is a certain pastor that so many people spend their time, like the Pharisees, trying to point fingers at and condemn, trying to discredit him because he doesn't fit their idea of what a pastor should be. The irony is when you listen to him, he speaks truth and he always gives an invitation at the end of his messages. For those who are not saved to accept jesus as lord and savior god has used this man's message and spoke through him to me for sure god has used him to speak life into my soul and i'm forever blessed because of it but there are those out there that condemn this pastor and speak against him yet i've never heard him say anything that was contrary to the word of god Either way, I know God used him to speak to me, and I'm grateful. We have to be slow to judge and quick to listen. Before you discredit someone or something, take a moment to say, God, I empty my cup now so that you may fill it. God, I silence the voices that have tried to drown you out, and I open myself up to you. Speak to me how you see fit. Teach me your ways however you choose. God, I ask you to forgive me for ever putting you in a box. God, I throw away that box and ask you to speak to me and teach me your ways. I pray that your people would be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I pray that your people would throw away their preconceived ideas of who you are and how you function and just say, here I am, Lord. Teach me. Speak to me. Guide me. God let your people remember to take time to just be still and know that you are God. Let them find that quiet place where where they can hear your voice. I ask you now God to show us any to show us anything that we have allowed to have a louder voice than yours so that we can recalibrate things so that we can get in tune with you so that we can hear that still small voice. Speak to your people, Lord. Teach us your ways and let your people praise your name. Amen.